You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, it's time once again for our community spotlight, and this week we shine it on the Oakland Museum of California, and the director and CEO of the Oakland Museum of California is uh, Lori Fogarty, who joins us. And just first of all, Lori, we're starting to get a sense of normalcy. People are getting out. They're doing things. They're going to restaurants. They're coming to baseball games. And they're, they want to get important things back in their lives, like the Oakland Museum of California. What has that been like to, to, to see smiles and see people and enjoying everything you have to offer? Oh, it has been fantastic. Um, we opened, uh, reopened after 15 months of closure due to the pandemic in June of 2021. And when we opened our gates that first day, we actually had a, a special day for members and people were cheering and clapping and literally dancing into the front doors. And it was so exciting to see that. And then we've, you know, since then, um, we've had a number of, you know, wonderful exhibitions on view our transformed gardens that we've been able to welcome people back, large community events like our Lunar New Year celebration. And what's been really joyous is just to see how happy people are to come back, to see the museum, to feel part of uh, the community and and really to, to see one another, um, which is what we're all about. Laura, there's probably uh, a short list of things that, that make a community strong and, and, and give people a chance to interact in a way like the Oakland Museum of California can do. It just Can you explain what you feel like is so important about having this space and having this type of environment available for people in the East Bay? Because it's a, it's a special place for people to do so many wonderful things. Yeah, it really is. And I will say I'm a big sports fan and I'm a big baseball fan. And I, I do sometimes actually make the analogy between sports teams and museums in terms of what they do for the community. And I do think they are places, you know, there are not a lot of places in our community where people of different backgrounds, different neighborhoods, you know, different exper- lived experiences can come together and have a shared experience and really connect with one another and that happens at you know at a baseball game and it happens at the museum you know we are a kind of town square for oakland and in the bay area for people to learn new things to be inspired by different cultural traditions to learn and understand our history to connect with our natural environment to be um, sort of engaged with their own creativity so that is part of it and we're also a place where memories are, are built and you know many of us have such incredible memories of being at a specific game or being at a you know a championship with your family or those kinds of memories that are created at baseball games happens at a museum too that for many people they remember their their first museum experience the field trip that they went to the special event um, that they you know the big festival that they came to so i think it is where memories are made and it's where community is built and and that's what we that's what we strive to do as a father of three, a son and, and two daughters that are, you know, much older now, and, and their experiences as they go back to museums would be different than the initial ones that we had living in Houston, going to the Children's Museum in Houston, or, or when we moved to Dallas, or even when they traveled with me on the road sometimes, like in San Diego, just remembering those uh, positive memories and, and things that were, it was a, a little bit different, 
in the, a good kind of family time because it was a, it was learning in a way that brought a smile to their face and, and it allowed them to maybe explore something that they wanted to pursue uh, you know, further along. You must have story after story about families that have done that. Definitely. And, you know, it's it's interesting because I think what makes the Oakland Museum of California a little different than a lot of museums that people think about is we are we are a community museum. Of course, we have tourists that come to visit us and are interested in learning about California. But a lot of our visitors are residents of Oakland, of Alameda County, of the Bay Area, and they come to us multiple times. And, you know, I have two kids. And they both grew up here, and they think about this museum as their place. And I think we see that a lot, especially with our members, because if you're a if you're a member, um, you can come to the museum for free with your family. We are free for kids under 12 all the time. So it's not just a place like, oh, I, I'm gonna come and see this exhibition and sort of check off the box that I've been there. It's a place you can return and come back and really develop a relationship with. It doesn't hurt that you're out on Lake Merritt either, right? I mean, that's got to be such a magnificent place to, 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 to allow people to explore. Exactly. I mean, you know, the nice thing about our location, when we're a block from the BART station, so it's easy to get here from anywhere in the Bay Area. Um, you, know, um, you know, recently the Bay Bridge um, series uh, has happened. And, you know, I tell people, my friends in San Francisco, we are a 15-minute BART ride from downtown San Francisco and very easy to get to from any place in the East Bay. You can make a day of it here. I mean, you could make a day of it here at the Oakland Museum. I mean, we have 110,000 square feet of gallery space. We have beautiful gardens. We have a gorgeous cafe. You could spend the day here. And if you want an extra bonus, you literally go right across the street and uh, experience Lake Merritt. So it is, um, it's a wonderful place to, to really make a destination for the whole family. Lori Fogarty joining us, the director and CEO of the Oakland Museum of California. This is an unfair question. It's like picking your favorite kid, which we none of us can do. But what, what, you, have, what you have going on now, and I know it all brings a smile to your face, but what are some things maybe you want to highlight that's happening at the Oakland Museum of California these days? Yeah, it is hard to pick one thing, but um, we do have a wonderful temporary exhibition on view called Edith Heath, A Life in Clay. And it's really about the revolutionary founder, uh, a, a female business owner and entrepreneur who began Heath, Heath Ceramics. And uh, Heath Ceramics are kind of an iconic uh, design product of California. A lot of people know Heath Ceramics. They grew up with it or they, they were, um, you know, given it, given a piece of Heath Ceramics uh, for their wedding or for their, you know, handed down by their parents. But even if you don't know anything about Heath Ceramics, it's a wonderful show to come see. It's a great story. And it really does connect California's natural environment. I mean, she used the clay of, of California with a great history of California lifestyle and design with beautiful objects. So it's it's a favorite that is on view right now and, um, and we're getting great public response to it. Lori, people that live in California know, people that come to California begin to understand the mountains and the water and everything in between is within reach. It's all so close and it, and it opens up so many possibilities of exploration that you've been able to bring to the Oakland Museum of, of California. Can you just explain being able to, in some ways, in certain parts, just show the history of this state based on the things that you've got available there? Yeah, well, I think another thing that makes, I mean, a couple things make the Oakland Museum of California really unique. One is that we are multidisciplinary. So we are art, 
history and natural sciences. So it's one place where you can come and understand what the ecology and environment of California is, how that influenced and shaped our history, and then how that history and that landscape actually inspired artists and creative uh, you know, creative practitioners. So you really make that connection. And if you're, a, you know, if you're a longtime California resident or a native, it's incredible to, to just come and, and really understand the depth of that history and heritage. But if you're new to California, this is one place to come and really understand what makes this state so distinctive, not only as a, as a, as a physical state, but as a state of mind. And uh, so I think it is very unique in that way. And and just the and, and it's not just the well-known stories that we tell we really lift up stories that people may not know about our state and and i think that's i mean not everybody knows where you know the incredible biodiversity of california um for example so i think it's a place where even if you know you think you know the state well you're going to be surprised at what you learn here how, how can you describe the ability to expand your garden space and what is the garden space like these days? What does it mean to you? Well, one of the amazing things about this campus, we opened in 1969 and, and when it opened, it was really a revolutionary uh, example of museum architecture. There was nothing like it in the whole country. It's, it's connected and integrated with the surrounding neighborhood. It's an indoor outdoor campus, three terraced levels. And it's on seven acres, four city blocks. And at the heart of it is a beautiful garden, which honestly was just not as well utilized uh, and not as well connected to our mission as, that, as we would have liked to have been. You know, in the 60s, not everybody was thinking about sustainability, about native plants, about water usage. And so we've redone our gardens to really connect with our California-focused mission. We've added a beautiful outdoor stage. We do a lot of outdoor programming and, and we've also opened up the corner of the museum. It used to be a kind of solid concrete uh, corner, you know, big walls, kind of bunker-like walls. We've opened that all up and now the museum connects to Lake Merritt. So when you are walking uh, around the lake or enjoying the lake, you can, count, you can see into the museum and be drawn into the museum. So it's a gorgeous space. And, and even if you're just coming to you know, um, you know, hang out and you don't have time to, to experience the whole museum, the gardens are free. You can come, you can grab a cup of coffee, you can open up your laptop if you're looking for a place to get out of your basement, if you're still um, uh, not back in your workplace, it's a great place to, to just hang out. And uh, so it's now very much part of the experience. We really think of ourselves as, as a museum and a garden and a gathering place. And part of that with people Coming back to the Oakland Museum of California, or what you have going on on the weekends, can you remind people what's happening on Saturdays? Yeah, so um, you know we are well known, and one of the most popular and beloved programs we have has has traditionally been since 2013, pre-pandemic Friday nights at OMCA, and this was a block party. We partner with Off the Grid, and uh, we have you know traditionally and pre-pandemic had huge crowds. And we are looking forward to bringing that back soon. But in the meantime, last fall, we recognized, you know, not everybody was ready to go to a big, large gathering and that we really needed to be cautious about safety. We also saw a lot of performing arts organizations in our community that didn't have a venue. So we launched a more intimate series called Lunchtime Sessions. They take place on Saturdays uh, at noon. They are free. Um, we've used our outdoor stage. We've also used our, our kind of amphitheater seating um, that we have a, a more intimate space. And we've brought 
you know, groups from the Oakland Ballet to, you know, Youth Speaks here to the museum for folks to just be introduced to the whole range of cultural offerings that are part of the East Bay, but also that's part of our mission as well as to, to support our kind of uh, cultural organization partners. So check out on our website, um, we list um, the performers and the groups we work with each Saturday. And um, as, we, uh, as we wind down that program, we're starting to gear up for Friday nights and the return of Friday nights to the Oakland Museum. Our community spotlight this week with Lori Fogarty, the director and CEO of the Oakland Museum of California. Lori, all that you have done with the, the great expansion and the capital campaign that uh, came to fruition and maybe concluded last year, which is allowing you to do the great things, doesn't just happen by itself. You have so many people that are supporting you, donors and, and other industries that are part of your group. How do people learn more about that side? and? You know, what are the advantages of being a donor and what can they do for you at the Oakland Museum of California? Well, you're right. We very much rely on the philanthropy and generosity of our community to make it possible to do the kinds of programs that we do. And we really offer opportunities at every level. Um, we encourage people to become members. It's a way to support the museum and really invest in your community. And at the same time, have free admission to the museum, have discounts at our store and cafe, and really have you know nice benefits to engage more deeply with the museum. We also have opportunities for local businesses to be involved. We're very grateful to the Oakland A's for being a donor to the museum. Um, and we have ways to engage more, more deeply if, if you're really looking to invest um, in, in making art, history, and natural sciences accessible to everybody in our community. That's what our donors uh, help make possible. But there are ways to volunteer as well, to give of your time. Um, but really, whether you can give just a few dollars or, or you're um, able to think about investing more deeply, we really welcome that. And yes, we did uh, complete a major comprehensive campaign last year and had hundreds and hundreds of donors give to that campaign. So we're proud that it was not only the big dollars that helped us accomplish the, you know, the capital investments, but also the support from folks at every level uh, in the community. Lori, I know you and your staff at the Oakland Museum of California, you do this because this is, this is important to the community. It's something that brings pride to you and your staff when you see the reactions of people on a daily basis. And I don't think you necessarily maybe puff out your chest for people to see, but when others recognize what you're doing as what's happening now as a finalist for the National Medal for Museums for Library, for, for Museum and Library Science, that didn't come from you. That came from somebody else recognizing the importance of the Oakland Museum of California to our community. Can you walk me through how, how that came about and what that means simply just to be nominated, let alone the possibility of maybe winning that prestigious award? Yes, thank you for acknowledging that. And we're really excited and, and very honored by that. Um, this is the, the Institute of Museum and Library Services is one of our federal agencies like the National Endowment for the Arts that provides federal support to museums, and in this case, museums and libraries. And a lot of what that agency supports is uh, museums who are committed to engaging with their community, uh, being accessible, making our nation's cultural heritage available to everyone. And we've been a recipient of funding through this agency, um, and uh, we've been very grateful to our Congresswoman, Congresswoman Barbara Lee, who's been a longtime fan and supporter of the museum who nominated us for this National Medal. We are one of 15 museums across the country. And you know, these are museums of every kind and every size and, and every discipline. And we're one of 15 um, that has been nominated this year. So we'll, we'll find out um, 
uh, in in June. Um, know if we are to be one of the few uh, awardees but but like baseball this is the playoffs we'd love to get to the championship but um, even being at this stage is a great honor and and we're grateful to to congresswoman lee for, for recognizing us Lori, my youngest daughter is is an artist and she's very creative in that regard and she has an interest in history as well uh None of my kids had great interest in science but many do so the, the fact that you've got so many avenues at the Oakland Museum of California for kids to open their minds and maybe find that thing that does inspire them. What, what has that been like, just seeing that really right before your very eyes take place? You know, what I love about being a multidisciplinary museum, I think that unfortunately way too young, many people are kind of pigeonholed, like I'm a science person or I'm an English person or a history person, or, you know, it's sad sometimes to see how early on kids can say, oh, I don't know how to do art or that, you know, I'm not an artist. And I think what we do is is just kind of break down those silos that that you can you can you may not think you're a science person, but you love the natural world. You love to you know explore the parks in your community. You love to go to the beach. Um, similarly with art, you may not think I know how to draw, but then you your eyes are open to art forms that you may not have even thought about. And that's what we try to do is help people make sense of this place, of who we are in this place and how we contribute to this place. And, and for me, I what I love about working here is a learning journey every single day. We just did a major exhibition on Afrofuturism called Mothership, A Voyage into Afrofuturism this past fall. I knew nothing about Afrofuturism before this, and I had my eyes open to this. And so I think that's what we try to do is, is is just let people be curious and let people understand, you know, think about things in a new way, and 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 free themselves from those sort of labels of of I'm I'm a I'm an art person or I'm a science person. You're a person who's curious about the world, and that's what we try to encourage. You ha you have the chance to you know bring different types of theories into the museum. Can you kind of lead us a little bit into the summer? What what people might have an opportunity to look forward to? Well, you know, um, I think, you know, the, you at the A's know this as well, which is one of the things I say about our museum is um, you can get away with anything in Oakland, and we do. And we do feel like we can explore territory that may not be um, what you might traditionally expect in a museum. So this summer, the major exhibition that will open at the end of July is called Hella Feminist. And it will be a tracing of the different waves of feminism and not just what you think of, of you know, Susan B. Anthony and the suffragettes, really the different contributions and new territory that feminism has explored. And this is one of those cases, again, um, we welcome men as much as women to this, um, to this exhibition. So Hella Feminist opening at the end of uh, July, and we'll have lots of different programming around that exhibition as well. And, you know, this is a topic, unfortunately, that it um, never goes out of date because challenges to women's rights um, happen um, on an ongoing basis. And so this will be, an, a, you know, I think a very timely exhibition and very relevant for the moment that we're in. Laura, you touched on how the A's through their community fund have been a, a donor to the Oakland Museum of California. Uh, they, the A's have always felt like, and it just goes back you know, decades with the Haas family about being a steward to the community and how important that is that in order for, for this community to feel like we are all in this together and all intertwined in so many different ways and we want to celebrate each other, that you have to be out front and do that. The museum has to feel the same way, that you are so proud that, that, that you are 
a beacon of inspiration in so many different ways for, for people when they come to the Oakland Museum of California. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I am an Oakland resident, longtime Oakland resident, and I think and what I describe about this community is people have a fierce civic pride. I mean, it's, you know, the reason that the A's have the rooted in Oakland. There's a kind of sense of even beyond like, you know, pride of, of many people and for their local community, there's a sense here that the, the values that we stand for, the history that we have here, whether that's the activism, whether that's the, the civil rights, um, whether that's the, you know, environmental uh, commitment, that there's a reason that we're here and that we, we really feel that pride. And, and man, do we feel that here at the Oakland Museum of California. This is what we stand for, is that every community deserves and needs a great cultural institution and that's our responsibility and we hold ourselves accountable to the people of this place and the communities here that um, this is a cultural institution for them. Um, we were founded as the Museum of the People and that is in our DNA. Also exciting that it's it's back up and you've got smiling faces coming through the doors each and every day, all walks of life, all colors, all genders, just the fact that it is a, a space for everybody. Just remind everybody once again, for more information about the Oak Museum of California and possibility of donating, uh, being a donor or some other areas, where should they go? Please join, please visit our website, museumca.org. It's a great resource about the museum, about our collections, about our exhibitions, and you can find all the information about how to visit and how to be a member and how to engage more deeply. Lori, we're lucky. Uh, your place is a beacon, and with your leadership with the folks there, it's it's a great place to be a part of. Thanks for giving us an opportunity to share some of the stories, and look forward to seeing you at some sometime very soon there at the Oakland Museum of California. Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you so much. Happy to join you. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.